The warmest of greetings to you, and welcome to Happily Ever Teaching. This is the podcast to help you enthrall your learners in every subject under the sun using the best teaching method known to science, storytelling. To do this, we feature special guest educators who are passionately keen to empower your children. I am storyteller Chip Cahoon, and with me today is... Hi, I'm Rob. I've worked in QSage 1 and QSage 2 in village schools and in Milton Keynes. And I'm Nicola, and I've taught QSage 2 from Year 3 all the way to Year 6 for quite a few years now. And I've also taught at university, inspiring future teachers to do the best they can in education. And today we are exploring learning outcomes in physical education with our original story exploring the water cycle you can listen to the story by downloading our sister podcast fables and fairy tales or search our website epictales.co.uk for drip drop plop there you'll find a video of me telling the story that you can share with your children and if you sign up as an epic educator you'll also get a copy as a paperback illustrated by corky paul's cracking protege mario coelho as well as the full audiobook for you to download at any time in fact, I'd like to take a moment to thank everyone who's signed up to be an Epic Educator so far, because by doing so, you are also supporting this podcast, so we can keep sharing these off-the-shelf lesson ideas every week. Right now, though, let's conclude our discussion with Rob, Nicola, Drip, Drop and Plop as we yeah move into some physical education. And again, this is one that did come up earlier when we were talking about representing the water cycle in science. Is that the physical education you've got or, or are you expanding on that a little bit more? That's one of my ideas, doing a drip, drop and plop dance, showing the water cycle. It doesn't have to be from the story. I mean, they could go into groups and one be plop and drop and the different characters and then mm. physically represent the different places they went to within a dance. Or you could break the water cycle up into four different aspects and yeah. one group do the condensation part and one group do the evaporation part and so on and then put it all together as one water cycle dance. Oh, that's a fantastic idea. And would you also choose some music as Rob was talking about the other day, finding some music that matches the pace of the particular state of matter? I think I would use Rob's music from his lesson. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously you've got some water music that you could have, like Enya. So there's some water music out there that you could choose. Oh, goodness me. Let's not I'd use Enya. Exactly. <laughs> I, think, I think the children should create their own music with it. I think that would be far more yeah. effective. And again, you could get the, the speed of the music in there as well mm. and the pace of the music and the urgency of the music as well. You know, it could all come into that. So I can't think of one particular piece of music but i think yeah it'd be good if they created their own it would be lovely to have one end of the school produce the music that the other end of the school dances to that oh, would be amazing. a wonderful full school production wouldn't it and really help them to to see all of the different groups that are involved in bringing something theatrical to life definitely and the other idea I had was, um, we call it river crossing, where they hmm. start at one end of the hall and they have to get to the other end. And they imagine there's water 
in between and they have to carry various things across it but they can't stand on the water they've got to help each other as a team using equipment they've got to get across to the other side and it oh, could okay. be that they've got like um cups of water like a relay they've got to fill up within the context of that as well I so see. teamwork and preserving water all being part of that mm-hmm. i've done uh, a similar idea with key stage two where you have your class on one side of a river in groups and you say okay you've got three hoops to get to the other side mm-hmm. but you can only go two people at a time and it's that teamwork how do you get each person across mm-hmm. the idea is you ferry one person across and then one person comes back and you do it that way yes so yep, that before was great every time someone steps into the river the whole team has to start again ah i see so it's very very good for team building and working out who is a good leader and mm. who has an idea but doesn't say anything and then gets upset when their ideas aren't chosen and all of that mm-hmm. and there was someone else who lives with you rob who is pointing out that dogs are really good swimmers and so they would be able to help with that activity yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely especially labradors they would be very buoyant <laughs> Do you have any other PE activities for ages four to seven? I do. Kind of similar to what Nicola was saying, but I would follow the journey of each drop. Okay. So I would get my children to think about each drop or drip or plop and then say, okay, this time they're in a cement mixer. What kind of movement are they going to be making? Mm. Or they're being transferred from a root to the other parts of a plant what would that look like in terms of movement Mm -hmm. so it would kind of be a mix between kind of dance and gymnastics and i think because you were doing each individual drop i I wouldn't do it to a piece of music i would do it without music and get them to think about the different ways that they could move or express the movement that the drops are making say if you were if you were on the side of a an iceberg and you were slowly being warmed up what would that look like? It's a good way of exploring the capabilities of the human body, isn't it? To think about how you would show a certain movement physically using your physicality. Yeah. Love it. And I would probably do, everybody does the same kind of movement and then say, okay, we're going to do a performance of this, but this group, you're going to show this part of the journey, this group, you're going to show Mm -hmm. this part so that you've not got everyone doing the same bit and they can show it and then say okay what did you like about their movement what could they do to improve it so building the analytical skills that go with it as well Mm. I was wondering as well whether you could have like a, a station idea for, you know, if, if they move around the hall, they have to uh, do the different kinds of movement. Mm. Um, and that could be a, a way of combining the water cycle and your different activities there, basically, for ages four all the way up to age 11. Yeah, it could be like circuit training. Great idea. Yes. Yeah, something like that. And it would be cyclical as well. Very good. Yes. Yeah, I see what you mean, going around the hall could kind of say okay i'm going to set you a goal of achieving this amount of movements like a, a water droplet in a cement mixer hmm. uh, so i i'm going to challenge you to do 30 movements in 10 seconds or 20 seconds whatever given uh-huh. that goal to aim for and then you could if you were doing the circuit training you could build it up each week until everyone has done it yeah, good idea. Yeah. Do, do, do we talk about setting goals in, in the first episode? Believing in a goal. 
Yeah. I think we talked about changes and transition yeah. and surviving life's difficulties because life goes up and down and it's tricky yeah. sometimes. And it could be that when you get across the water, you have survived, you know, your, your team have survived the turbulent path across the water together. Mm-hmm. Getting everybody prepared for how treacherous life can be. Yeah. And how great it is. Mm-hmm. The cycle of life. Well, that's a good way to end our cycle of podcasts. <laughs> That's all we have time for in this episode, folks, and indeed this story. Time to say goodbye to Drip, Drop and Plop, but not for long. I'm sure they'll be back around again eventually. If you'd like to talk to us about anything you've heard in this podcast, or if there's a subject you're soon to teach that you'd like us to cover, you can find us on social media using at Teach Happily, or leave us a review using your favorite podcast app. Please also share this podcast with your colleagues and help us start a story-led revolution in classrooms around the world so children everywhere can learn in a way that's effective, memorable, and enjoyable all at the same time. For next week's lesson plans, we'll be carried off to China on the shoulders of some curiously percussive apes. But right now, it only remains for us to say cheerio, and we hope to hear your story soon. So... Cheerio! And we hope to hear your story soon!